choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, George. We are at Francesca's this week by Katie's Deli and Pizzeria, 515 Harrison Avenue over in Lakeview. As we get you ready for tonight's Hells Spurs game, big news as to who's not playing. We'll get into that here quickly as well. Got a pretty open show for you today. So kind of expecting a lot of phone calls and chitter chatter here as well. As Chef Scotty will stop on by, of course. General D's promised to maybe even stop in as well. We'll see what we can do to lock the doors and keep Roy, Miami Dolphins super fan, from coming in at some point during the show here as well. 800-998-1003 is the way to chime into the conversation if you would like to do so. That is the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Hotline. That is actually down the street to where we are right now. To my right, just cross Lake... uh, just take Harrison all the way across, and boom, can't can't miss it. Be over there on your left. And uh, again, if you have any wants or needs or services for Dr. Josh Roulette, Lakeview Massage and Therapy, gift cards, you name it, mention the show, 10% off just by doing that. As I mentioned, the phone number to get involved in a conversation, 800-998-1003 is the way to do so. You can also tweet at us at ESPN Radio NOLA as we'll talk Saints-Browns, we'll talk Pelican-Spurs, bowl games, things of that nature. Everything is on the table here as well. And have a little fun as we get closer to the Christmas weekend. And more importantly, having people freak out over the purple. Congratulations, though, to at least one Saint that did make it, and it was Demario Davis, his first ever Pro Bowl selection, so congrats to him. Well deserved. So many seasons where he should have been on the Pro Bowl and wasn't. That said, look, uh, there's always going to be people that say um, that players should or shouldn't be on there as well. Now, six NFL teams are sending at least five players to Las Vegas where the Pro Bowl will be this year. It's going to be a flag football game. It's going to be played February 5th over where the Raiders play. Now the Eagles have eight Pro Bowlers, six starters, receiver A.J. Brown, Landon Dixon, quarterback Jalen Hurts, offensive tackle Lane Johnson, center Jason Kelsey, and on the defensive side, Hassan Reddick, running back Miles Sanders, quarterback Darius Slay. Notice I didn't say Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. That's a snub, right? Now recently got injured, but he's been on Twitter here as well. Um, it, it's TJ it, Watt made it, who hasn't played much of the season here as well. It's it's kind of interesting when you look at it from that perspective. Now the Cowboys have seven players. Kansas City has seven. Baltimore Ravens six. San Francisco six. Vikings five. And the other teams with at least five Pro Bowlers are, as well. So on Monday, um. Those two Pro Bowls that were revealed, Aaron Donald, that you know, kind of started everything. But it, it, it's it's crazy when, when you think of the fact that Demario Davis finally gets the nod um, to go to the Pro Bowl and have a little fun with that as well. As General Diaz stopped in to have a little fun here today. How are you today? Good afternoon. You know, it's, look, happy holidays. Happy well. holidays to you as well. Look, the the Pro Bowl is always one of those things where when someone doesn't make it. 
There's, I can't believe he didn't make it. No one really cares for the game. They're trying a flag football game this year. But you understand what I'm saying? But, but it does matter. We saw the reveal that the commanders did yesterday, um, for one of their players, which was incredible. And you saw how much it meant to a player like that who's been on and off the roster. His mother died this past year. Like, there are some great stories. He's the special teams player for the Redskins. I mean, for Washington. And we're going to get into that about, um, no, what, they, what it matters, but at the same time, it is interesting how people, you know. Well, it, it does matter. It. I mean, it matters a lot of times to money. Yeah, translated to how many times you make a Pro Bowl. Now, I know sometimes it's a little bit hollow now since it's going to be, you know, flag football. But in the same hand, you have guys that, by having that pedigree that they've made it to the Pro Bowl, the only problem that I have with it is that now when somebody decides not to play in the Pro Bowl and then they move a guy up, it's like, they're adding Pro Bowl spots. You know, one was elected to the Pro Bowl, one is now in the Pro Bowl. I, I wish they would have more of a static kind of, you know, situation they can say alternate and really de- delineate between that and the rest of the guys who are really voted into the group. The problem with the Pro Bowl right now, as we all know, is that it's not just given to the guys who are the best at the time. A lot of times it's because of their previous play. And a, and a little bit to that point is Demario Davis. I mean, I think Demario Davis has finally got the recognitions that he deserved, maybe not having this year. And if you could arguably say on our roster, Pete Werner's probably been the best linebacker in our group. Yeah, there's no doubt, which is crazy. And, and look, and it's a good thing if you're a Saints fan to see that transition because that, that's going to be a position uh, of need, I think, for, for moving forward. But he and Fred Warner, the two middle linebackers selected on the – NFC Pro Bowl as a starter. Now, what do you think of Chauncey Gunner Johnson not making it? The safeties is uh, Quandre Diggs from Seattle, the free, and the strong Buda Baker from the Cardinals, and Taloa Hafunga from the 49ers. Yeah, I have a problem with that since the guy has that many interceptions. So usually when you start looking at Pro Bowls, a lot of times you want to see what kind of numbers have they put up, and you know, Garner Johnson has actually put up unbelievable numbers. But when he leading the league at one point in interception, yeah. so to leave him off that roster is, is a disjustice. But but I tell you what, one of the things that usually happens is it's you know one year removed. So once he becomes a guy, you know he's been mostly a nickel corner mm-hmm. and now moving to safety. A lot of times to displace those guys that have been a little bit higher than him is is a little bit difficult. He's still tied with the league leading interceptions with six though. Yeah, then there's it no reason make he should any not sense. be able to. I mean, if that's not a Pro Bowl season, it is. Considering a position move. It is. But look, that's where this is, though, with this. It's the same thing with the All-Star game. Players have a big say in vote. I mean, look, I'm not being ugly, but one of the players that was leading in vote-getting to was Tyron Matthew. Yeah. That's you know, and I'm not saying that he's not deserving of some of the respect he's had in the past, but I haven't looked this season and thought that he's played at a Pro Bowl level. Now, that may be his fault. That may be the way he's being used. Pro Bowl level. <laughs> I've been trying to say, I don't know if he's been playing at a starter level. I mean, I think the last game he had, he had the most tackles that he actually put his head across right. the bow and wrapped the guy up. Getting yeah, at. I mean, the guy no. was the leading voter. I mean, yeah, that's, no getter at that position for a while. Like, Name recognition. Yeah, again, that's what I'm saying. I'm not being ugly, but that's what it yeah. is. But, you know, when you look at it, though, from that perspective, and, and I guess we can throw this out there as our question of the day, who would be your Pro Bowl vote? Like, if 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 the fans online on NFL.com got a chance to vote for a player from your team and they get in via the fan vote, okay, or at least as an alternate, whatever, if fans could choose which saint they want 
to represent them in Vegas. Kind of like baseball, where each, each team gets a representative. Yeah, in a, right, in a exactly yeah. right. So who's your fan representative? I actually think the NFL should do this. They probably should. You know? yeah. But, I mean, it's easy to do. You just vote online, you tally up, and that player gets rewarded. <laughs> because a lot of times I say that, because a lot of times you, you're mentioning the, the, the name recognition. A lot of times fans know who their valuable player is on their team because they follow them a lot more than elsewhere. Like, I guarantee you outside of New Orleans, let's take the Pelicans, no one really knows who Jose Alvarado is and all that. I'm not saying they don't, but you, you get what I'm getting at. Like, we watch every game, right. and we're like, that guy's a key element to getting wins. The only argument I have with that with, like, a Jose is that he made it on to in- TNT. Right. So, no, because I, of things like I, that, when you get the national presence, but right. if you're just a local guy, like the Saints, but you know what I'm saying. A down year, so right. no one's really following the Saints except the people that are Saints fans. So, so who would that guy be? Yeah, I don't know. We've been so inconsistent. I, I can't say there's been one guy that's been a stalwart throughout the entire season. See, yeah. Uh, I mean, even to the punting situation, it's been, you know, <laughs> where in the past we'd say, oh, that's, that's a, a rock solid guy, but no, we, we, we do not have so one guy that I would I to. would say, Initially, I would say Chris Olave. Okay. Okay. I'll give you that. Leading yards, touchdowns. It's just a tough position to make no, the, I, the I, Pro Bowl. No, I know what I'm saying. Again, so let, let's just look at this as the fan representative. Fans have sent him to Vegas to be on the sideline watch the game. He's an alternate. He's not a yeah, star. Okay. He's, just, he's the fan rep. He gets to hang out there. You know, fans think that he has been key to this team this year. He's had the most consistent. Jawan Johnson's another guy that I would give. I was going to say my top three would be Alave Johnson, and actually, I was going to say Rashid Shaheed, just because of what he's been able to. Yeah, he's come on a little later in the year, but you know, from top top to down, I would say. What about Taysom Hill? And the reason I say that is because the quarterback position is a situation where you're like, man, I. They're not any. No one's really winning you those games, but yeah. that guy is so key with what he's been able to do this season to even get you the five wins you have. Well, kind of like in the recruiting process when they list the guy as athlete, right? So you could probably have a yeah. guy on the on the roster that's athlete. Well, that would be Taysom Hill. So yeah, I could see that as well. Um, what does it say that I haven't thought? Of? Well, you said Pete Warner. Yeah, Pete Warner. I, I think. mean, and he's back on the injury yeah, that's report the with the hamstring. He's been but, up and down a little bit on the injuries, but when he's been in there, I think he's been our most consistent linebacker. Making the most plays, impacting the game in a in a not only in a uh, a way of leadership, but right. also in a violent way. I mean, there's been times where he makes a tackle, and it's like he's imposing his will on the other team. He's as close to Jonathan Vilma that I've seen in a while, where a guy when he makes a tackle, he makes a tackle through a guy, and that's used to be Demario Davis. And Demario Davis has actually taken a step back. He's had a good year, sure. and it, you know I think he he earns the Pro Bowl recognition, right? But maybe not this year as being his best year that he should have gotten it. In years past, I think he should have been given the nod. But you know, getting it now, okay. It's to your point, though. You, you can view it and see it, and, and your eyes tell you Pete Werner's this team's best linebacker right now, moving forward. And that's and it's a good thing. That's why you Absolutely. drafted him that way, and that's what right. you needed that to be. Um, I'll throw this out as well later on in the show, but since you're here, we can describe it. He kind of get into it. Brian, who's likely a mile high out west, said, I, I got two questions for you. I said, okay. And it's something that I you probably do towards the end of the season, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. We can still chat about it. But he, he asked me this morning, and it was, you can't say quarterback, head coach, or offensive coordinator. What are the top three needs for the Saints going into 2023? I mean, I'll say without hesitation, defensive line. Yep. 
Well, I, I, I specify. So you, need a, tackle, you need a running back. Yeah, you know, well, you need a running you back. Running back. Oh, top three. This is a deep running back draft. Okay. There's probably 15 guys that'll make an impact on a roster. I don't know if they'll be starters, but I mean, you got uh, the kid out of Tulane listed like the 15th ranked running back. Tajay Spears. Tajay Spears. And he's and he's a guy that that can be on a roster, no question. Now, well, who will be the guy that steps up and starts? It's going to be based upon availability, opportunities, um, scheme fit. But I think he's definitely got an opportunity to be a guy that makes makes a difference. You put top a, three running back as a top. I, I three? think so because okay, you look at what you've had right now. You've had revolving doors at running back. Right. You're bringing in guys off the street that have been on other people's rosters. You have really not. Drafted anyone of any significance since Alvin Kamara, right? I mean, That's now a if, good point. And if and he did, they're no longer in this roster. Boston Scott's still in this league, which was a late draft pick for us, who's still in the league. And I believe there was one other guy that I saw that was on another roster that was another late round flyer type running back who's still bouncing around as a special teams guy. But running back is something that is a commodity that needs you need to have, and it's going to be devalued this year in a draft, which means you can get a guy in the third round that will be able to make your roster. But you couldn't say that in the past, usually, about a running back. You may get one of your top five. You're taking a stretch. that It got pushed down because it's like we're just overvaluing the running back. We're no, no longer valuing the running back position the same way it used to be. It's kind of the same vein of what happened with the – with the fullback position, you know, it was kind of extinct. But then it seemed become running backs have become dime a dozen. Well, now we're starting to see that a true running back being able to ground and pound a team, especially the way this roster is, I think, setting up to be, you're okay. trying to make the offensive line uh, moving forward. And, and that's another thing I'd like to talk about a little bit as, as we move along Sure, is Trevor Penning. You know, I'd like to see him get on the field this week. I'd like to see him either kick inside to guard or move him to the left tackle position and move Hurst inside. So that's another thing that I think it could be a spot of need. The defensive end spot, I think, look, we've had rotational players come in and make an impact. Carl Granderson is a great, great, you know, um, you can point to him. You can, Passigno is another guy that's been in there. What's happened is that our top tier players, such as, um, Davenport, uh, Peyton Turner, and actually, Cam Jordan can kind of fall into that situation because he's, he's playing the run well. He's just not getting the sack totals that we'd like to see, which means we're getting some of those pressures where a step too slow. Uh, or that can either be a scheme that we're not doing as a, a, a second move. But um, these guys just maybe haven't developed at the level that we want to. And it's unfortunate that we let a guy, you know, kind of walk away um, at Hendrickson because he's been able to put up numbers in another situation that wasn't here in New Orleans. Tamario Davis, by the way, earning a $500,000 bonus by making the Pro Bowl. It definitely has an impact. <laughs> General D <laughs> hanging out with us here as well. We'll take your phone calls. Open show, essentially. It's Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans. It's that festive time of year, and Greg LeBlanc Toyota has your Christmas and New Year's deals. Come by Greg LeBlanc Toyota and put something nice under the tree. Toyota-thon is going on now until the end of the year. Come by the store at 2020 South Hollywood Road in Homa or online at GregLeBlancToyota.com and view the inventory and specials. New cars arriving daily. Reserve your new Toyota at Greg LeBlanc Toyota. The great deals are waiting for you now at 2020 South Hollywood Drive in Homa. Greg's got the deals just for you. So come on by today. If you've never been to a Rouse's Market during the holidays, we'd like to officially invite you. We're your fresh seafood market for your casseroles and dressings. 
your full-service butcher shop with Cajun specialties, your place to get your complete holiday dinner. Above all, we're a family-owned grocery store that supports our community so you can feel really good about shopping for your holiday meal without running around town to check off your list. The best stuff for the holidays is right here at Rouse's. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafourche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus the river parishes too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. Ontario, Douay, Ontario. More than just an insurance company, they're marine insurance specialists. Whether it's fishing boats, cabin cruisers, sailboats, or marine industry, you can trust Terrio Douay Ontario to get you the coverage you need at a price you deserve for your home, your auto, life, fire, and health. They've been taking care of people since 1957. Call Terrio Douay Ontario at 475-5126. Just ask for Lynn Pierce or David O. along Bayou Lafouche in Golden Meadow. He's back. He's like the thing that wouldn't shut up. He's got his own catchphrase. He's the best invention since they started frosting Pop-Tarts. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Welcome back to Francesca. By Katie's Deli and Pizzeria, 515 Harrison Avenue. Do I do something other than a salad today? Although I just, I love the Chef Scott salad. I mean, it's like piled high with ham and turkey, boiled eggs. Like, it's just filled with protein. I got to look like you. You know what I'm saying? One day. <laughs> I don't know about that. I need to cut a, cut a little weight during these holiday season. Man, it's really hitting me hard. <laughs> General D joining us here as well. We'll hear from Chef Scotty coming up in a little bit as uh just got back. It, do you ever feel the need when you come back from vacation, you need a day after that as well? I always feel like I if do. It was a good I, vacation? I, I started planning that le- legitimately. Like, if I know we're coming back on, on Wednesday, I'm not really planning to being there on Friday. The only time is when I go to the beach trip we go to, oh. and it's just like I just veg out the whole week. Yeah. But it takes me a couple of days to get into, what, like vacation mode? I agree. I, and then, my and then once I get in yeah. vacation mode, it's like, oh, yeah. i got to go back. I'm, and still, then I'm still tweeting, looking that last at stuff like that. That first like, day, my wife's like, ugh. get a phone. Yeah. Like, all right. Yeah. Usually I have things like hanging up in my head, and especially when you start sitting there and you're reading a book or you're thinking and you're like, ooh, I don't know if I want to just sit with myself though. Right. Time. There's certain trips where I don't mind, you know, okay, you know, it's, it's been fun, it's been nice. Like, you know, your Disney worlds, your things like that, you're, you can only do so long. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. The yeah. A via the pocketbook and B, just time and your feet hurt and all you that. You go to stuff. Vegas and you're like exhausted after like the three beach days. Is, uh, I am so miserable when I leave. Yeah. It is the saddest drive home. <laughs> if I could legitimately do my show each and every day from Pensacola. Oh, yeah. Like on the beach. But, but how much prep work would you actually be doing for your show? You're Plenty. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. I mean, same amount I do now. I'd just I'd be a lot happier. Just in a beach setting? <laughs> okay. Just in a beach setting. Just, be able to, just to see. Oh, look, Carve. Looks <laughs> like a dolphin over there. How about that? Not your Miami Dolphins, Roy. A real dolphin. The dolphin out in the ocean. <laughs> Has there been a Roy sighting at all? I We do not know how Roy is doing right now. He's a little nervous. i got to imagine he's a little nervous. Man, a little, I, little nervous. Especially after the expectations he had. It, they're, in, they're in jeopardy of not even making the playoffs again. If they if they drop a couple more games here? Boy, wouldn't that be something. <laughs> especially after the start they had and how, you know, 
Tua is the most accurate quarterback to kind of, you know, to so put on cleats. Let me throw out the question of the day again that, you know, based off of the Pro Bowl and per Nick Underhill, he tweeted, um, Tyron Matthew, Adam Prentice, Zach Wood were among the others selected as alternates to Mario Davis as a starter. I, I can see your face right now. I am. Again, I wouldn't think of any of those, but here, here's the thing. <laughs> how many, how many, okay, Adam Prentice, how many actual plays has he gotten this year? All right, and look, I'm not here to knock on the guy. I mean, but just in scheme fits, I don't think he's gotten that many snaps. Well, he was targeted in the most important play of the season, wasn't he? The well, fullback? Yeah, well, that's another. <laughs> yeah, let's take all our playmakers <laughs> off the field and let's throw the fullback. You think he here. made it just by being the intended target on that play? I, I, maybe he made that? it based on. Even though Andy checked off of him? Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess because that many fullbacks that are even on rosters at this point. Let me tell point. you something. I don't think I'll ever let that play go. Man, I, I still... I, like the Josh yeah. Hill end around against the Jets back in the day. And, Sean and, and look, you talked he about... He didn't go with Reggie Bush. He didn't go with Pierre Thomas. He said, let's do an end around on fourth and inches wow. to tight end Josh Hill. Yeah, well, that's... An end around. But then again, there's been times that we threw jump balls to Brandon Cooks at the back of the end zone. I mean, the guy's like, I don't even know how tall he is. 5'6", five, 5'7", five, throwing a jump ball. I don't know. Man. So the, the other thing, I mean, I think you touched on it yesterday a little bit as to... Not not having a, a game plan to where it's we're going to make a conscious effort to get the ball in our playmaker's hands. Right. AK should be getting the ball more. I mean, th- this just drives me nuts because I understand about flows of the game. I mean, I, you know, I've had co- you know a a, a a plan pregame and say, look, this is what we we're going to go in and gonna execute, and then you have to throw some of that out the window. What is, with the Mike Tyson thing and everybody's got a plan and somebody gets hit in the mouth. You yeah. know, what I mean, okay. But if you move into the game and you say, we have not been getting the ball in, in Alvin Kamara's hands enough, what is the ways you're going to get into him? A choice route, an option route, a wheel route, and a screen pass. Well, what do you make of that, though, what Dennis Allen said earlier this week about the screen? That's what... That's, you remember the Bible? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, and I have difficulty hearing that and understanding that it's almost like the coaches speak again to where... Well, you know, we see it as a value to get Alvin the ball, but we're not going to force him the ball. Like, everybody's at the same that's, level. That's and I, and I don't agree with that. You have stars Thank you. that you have to get the ball to. And I, I can translate that to the Pelicans. Down the stretch, there are times when Zion doesn't touch the ball except one time in the last two so, minutes. And you lose, and you say, wait a minute. Why I, did that I, happen? I've heard that twice this week, and it's absolutely made me cringe. Okay? Here's what we're talking about to begin with with the DA thing. And what's nuts about it is... When you think of what, to your point, it's Alvin Kamara, right? Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you want to try to find a way to to do that, you know? And it, it doesn't make any sense to me. So that's something that I don't get. Well, more than anything else, you know, because again, I, I was talking about it yesterday on the show. It doesn't make any sense to me from this standpoint. We have seen with Sean Payton it be a weapon in this offense with yeah. Pierre Thomas. That was the reason he was drafted. I mean, Mark because of his ability to catch yeah. the ball. Like the, Sean Payton got him to go get his cleats out of his car to say, "Because we want to see you run a couple of routes." That was the vision for the player. We always talk about the vision for oh, the player. Yeah. That what, that was what the exactly is the, the vision for this offense, right? <laughs> Well, this offense right now has no vision. <laughs> Here you go. No, I just think that's how the game plays out at times. You know, um, 
so we, we certainly haven't made a decision that we don't want to throw any screens. So um, it's just that's the way the games have played out, I guess, a little bit. You make a choice I, to I, throw I, a I screen get, or not to throw a screen. You hear the end right? of that? I, that's the way I the guess, games play out, I, I guess. guess, a little bit. So that means he's not involved in the offensive I, game plan here, enough. I, that, and, he, and it's a mark on him. I mean, honestly, look. And, and once again, I'm get you one better. I, man, Did you I, hear Andy Dalton yesterday? So Chris Olave has clearly been one of the better, brighter spots on this team, right? Would you agree with me on that? Absolutely. We okay. just talked about possibly being our one Pro Bowl selection if we were making one. Right. And again, our question of the day, in case you missed it, love to hear from you, 800-998-1003 on the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Hotline and on Twitter at ESPN Radio NOLA. If the NFL said, hey, we're going to bring one person from all these teams to Vegas, be a part of the celebration, congratulate them, but let the fans... Vote we, like we can't have fans do it right now. I mean. Who would you choose from your team? And we were talking a little bit about it. Now, Alave leads the team receiving yards, nine hundred and forty. Okay, so you know from that standpoint, you, you gotta I, I, look. I, the thing is, he hasn't been as crazy as it sounds. He hasn't been very productive in the red zone. Once again, well, that was a question that was asked. Okay, he only has three TDs. You would think he'd have he'd had some chances more, but Andy Dalton was asked. Listen, listen to this along the lines of what we just heard with Da with the screen game. It just this is how the game plays out, right? Listen to Andy on a lava here. Yeah, I mean, I feel like uh, every team's playing different, and so it's one of those things where. Sometimes he's going to get chances, and sometimes he's not, and the ball's going to go other places. So I wouldn't say there's, like, one way that, that the teams are playing them. Okay, so I understand, hey, if the guy is, in essence, covered. We're not going to force like, it to him, right? Right. Yeah. But, Comma. Yeah. Would you ever hear Joe Burrow say that about Jamar Chase? Absolutely not. Would you ever hear Kirk Cousins say that about Jefferson? Nope. Would you ever hear that? Pat, I mean, Tua with Hill. Kelsey. I mean, I, do you understand what I'm saying yeah, no. here, though? It's like what, what what I'm lost at is, and I get it, and I understand it, the, the, the principle of, hey, it could be anybody's turn. I get that. There are certain times in the game and certain parts on the field where you get the ball to your guy. Jameis Bleeping Winston realized that in week one. What did he do back-to-back drives in the red zone? Michael Thomas. He threw it to Michael Thomas. Right. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's like... Playmakers are going to make plays, right? That's what you got to do. That's why they're a playmaker. But that's what I'm give getting at. Give them an opportunity That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. I'm sitting here. You get in the red zone. You have an opportunity. This team has had struggle after struggle after struggle after struggle scoring touchdowns. You know why? Because of this philosophy. Because of this style of thinking. When you get inside the 20, they ought to be a part of that laminated gargantuan play sheet that literally is a bunch of plays for 12 and 41 and then 5. Period. And then add 7 in there. Like, no one else should touch the football. There's a lot of I don't know kind of, I'm not There's really a, sure. Yeah. And it, instead of saying You're no. overthinking it, man. Well, and, and also thinking that we have a team that's full of stars. Or that we're, we're well, some that, team that we're making point. plays across yeah, the board. Great, again. Like with a team of the past... When Drew Brees was at the controls, and yeah, he did make everybody else 
a step up. We do not have that right now. No. We're playing no. not to lose instead of playing to and, win. And here's the, the other element, too. Let, let, let's go back to that era. Okay? When we were dropping points on people in <coughs> 5,000 yards and stuff. Um, Meacham, Colston, Henderson, Moore are way better than any of the four receivers that we've had in the last several years. I mean, stop. I mean, it, absolutely. Yeah. Reggie, Pierre, I mean, you, Shockey, like you, you had legit, that's why the ball was spread around and you had a Hall of Fame quarterback that made you pay because he could read the coverage. What I'm saying is, when you're struggling to score, Find your best player and give him an opportunity. Well, and find out what you, you can do, do best, it with formations. Right? You can bring a guy in motion to get that safe. Like I can do things just by lining up to put Chris Olave one on one with somebody. It, it's, I can it's, do it's very things simple, with formation. Right? The kiss method, right? Keep everything Keep simple. Keep it simple, stupid. stupid right. Yeah. So if if you're running the t- if you're a team that's able to run the ball. Run the play that you're successful with until they stop it, right? right. Let's do that. Instead of outthinking and running a sweep. Point. What, what is the, so what is the go-to play right now for this team? <laughs> Taysom Hill on a, uh, on a, really, it's, if it's third down. It's Taysom short, Hill snap the ball hut. It's Taysom Hill, typically a student body. Right. Right or left. I like him more right because he puts the raw in his right hand when he's right. on the left side. He doesn't have the stiff arm ability. But usually that's where it's been most successful. Or it's the short, quick passing game. Because Andy doesn't push the ball down the field. Yet now we actually have receivers that play to that skill set, which makes me not understand why Jameis Winston doesn't get back in the game and be allowed to throw the ball down the field, which that's what he does best. He's not a guy that throws the ball with with great uh, touch, but yet he can throw that 25-yard in or that that, post corner. I mean, drop it on a dime, there's and a, I just don't understand what's a going lot on about there. This team doesn't make any sense. And again, I'm I'm not being ugly, saying this or saying that. I I'm just saying it just doesn't make any sense to me. Now, no. I understand to an extent of what Andy is saying that hey, yeah. depending on how teams play, but if he's telling me they're not really playing him anything different, you have to find a way. Let me ask you this, you have Gus. To find a way. If you to got do in the huddle with Andy Dalton. Are you fired up to go out there? Or are you just ready to go do your job? I mean, right? Again, it's it's about you have to look in the huddle yeah. for leadership. You anytime somebody has to take the bull by the horns and say, "Look, come on and get on my back and follow me." Let me ask you, a Alvin Kamara is not that guy, but offensively, you have to find someone to do that. If it's going to be one of the offensive linemen that's going to step up and be vocal and, and say, "We're going to impose our will on the other team," but you go down the list. You got a guy Hurst as right. a as a backup. You got uh, Andres Pete as a guy that that you know doesn't ever look like he has any emotion on the field. The guy that was hurt, uh, McCoy, would be the one that you seem like he might have a little bit of that, you know, let's get up and go. Ruiz was just kind of hanging on for his life and having a pretty good season compared to what he's been in the past. Now he's on IR with and in, Frank. And then in, and in Ramchak has yeah. been another guy that's never really said anything. He's always been that third guy or that other guy that's, like, going to do his job. But, you know, we're going to look to another guy to lead the team. But right now, we don't have a leader, and that's the problem. You can go all the way to the head coach, and you can look at the quarterback. We do not have a leader on the Saints team. I, I just can't imagine. It's the same I, thing we said about the Pelicans, right? I'll explain. We didn't have a leader. Back. Yeah, and we'll talk a little bit about the Pels here as well. As uh, Zion's not playing tonight, we'll tell you why next on ESPN New Orleans. Peacock presents the new original limited series, The Best Man, The Final Chapters. 
from the creator of The Best Man and The Best Man Holiday and executive producer of Insecure. The series reunites the original cast to wrap up all the unfinished business with new loves, career highs, parenthood, grief, and everything in between. The series explores what threatens to tear us down and what ultimately keeps us together. The Best Man, the final chapters, streaming now, only on Peacock. Yo, Pablo Torre here, host of the ESPN Daily Podcast. When you want to go beyond your feet, when you want to get inside the score, when you want to get behind the highlight, there's ESPN Daily. Go deeper into the stories of the moment. Get the exclusive access and insider perspective that only ESPN can give you. ESPN Daily, hosted by me, Pablo Torre. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This message sponsored by the Louisiana Workforce Commission. Our focus is to get you back to work, Louisiana. I'm Sine Villavaso. Come into our office. We have the resources and services you need. The people who work here have the passion to do the work. One thing we want them to know is that they matter. There is a great need here in the city of New Orleans. One of the things that we're trying to do here is provide opportunities. We're ready to get the citizens of New Orleans back to work. Find out how the Louisiana Workforce Commission can help you at laworks.net. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. If you start Baker Mayfield and it doesn't go the way you want it to, and you go to Sam Darnold, at that point, it's, you're probably going to lose your entire team versus the other way around. Because if you start Sam and it goes south, you can always now rally the troops around Baker Mayfield. G.J. and Max, followed by Greeny. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. That man's got some stones. Believe me, he is no wood. His legend lives on. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003 in the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Hotline if you'd like to chime into the conversation. General D, Gus Kattengau with you here at Francesca by Katie's Deli and Pizzeria, 515 Harrison Avenue. The food is coming out quickly as uh, folks are... It's got a nice crowd in yeah. here. Yeah, ready to eat some lunch. You know how hard it is to, to do this, though, to just see all the pole boys, the pizzas. Oh, yeah. The crawfish chowder, corn chowder or something like that. They got something today. Soup. Well, I mean, it's, the, I'm glad the, the holidays are, are nice and filled with calorie <laughs> busters, but uh, they got some nice food in this place. Yeah. I, I do like Katie's. No doubt. And I do like Francesca and, and Bienvenue as well. Yeah. Uh, all three. It's all nice, man. Um, And right in front of you. We have some New Orleans roast um, coffee samples, medium roast today is what I brought. Now, that bag, two and a half ounces, is a whole pot of coffee is what I'm telling you. I so had that praline one, and it was pretty good. I had, it was kind of a flavored coffee. The Southern Pecan? Yeah, Southern Pecan. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, it was yeah, really solid. good. I love the Southern Pecan. Yeah. That's, uh, and I'm not usually, I'm usually just a coffee guy. Right. Like, just want to take coffee. Dude, their breakfast blend has been my thing right now. Is recently, chocolate beignet is silly. Really? I'll bring you some chocolate beignet. check that out. It's really silly. But we got some koozies as well. Plus the crew of Katie's slash ESPN New Orleans keychains right here at the table. So if you stop on in, feel free to pick some up. Now, Pelicans taking on the Spurs tonight. General D, I know you're a huge Pels fan as well. 18 and 12 New Orleans, 10 and 20 San Antonio. Pels are an eight and a half point favorite, which is surprising. Very surprising. That Zion Williamson is not going to play today. Entered the health and safety protocol yesterday. So, General D, that that's a couple games, more than likely. Yeah. So, well, you know, hopefully we get Brandon back in what two games they're saying. Well, it won't be for at least two games. 
Okay. Okay. Here's Willie Green yesterday after practice on the status of Brandon Ingram. Uh, he won't play the next two games. Um, we're still evaluating him and kind of coming up with a plan and, and, a, and a timeline, but we, for sure he won't be ready for the next two games. As for Larry Nance, dealing with the Achilles soreness. Larry, he was limited in practice today. He didn't do any contact work. Um, so we'll see how he feels tomorrow and, and shoot around and, and give you guys an update from there. All right, let's address the obvious. Not having Zion is going to hurt. Because <laughs> yeah. with Brandon out the last 20-some-odd days, he has... I, I thought taking that next step to superstar status, he's been the offense. You saw him with the third personal foul at Utah. The offense went kaplooey. When he gets off the court, it's been kaplooey yeah. as of late. And I think a lot of it is, I, I keep using the word and the phrase taxing. Okay? This Pels team has a deep bench. Mm-hmm. A lot of nice players. You love what Najee can do, what Nance can do, what Alvarado can do, what Troy, I mean, what Trey Murphy can do. You like all of that. But with Brandon being out, you had to kind of now. Now you need Trey Murphy to be a double-digit scorer, hit some some threes. You need Najee to have more than three than what he had last game. You need Jose Alvarado to score. He was zero for six. You need her last game. You need her, but he's starting. You yeah. need your bench to now almost do starter minutes, starter production, mm-hmm. and CJ. He's up and down. I mean, yeah. like the last couple of games, you look at the point total, the production, it looks nice. It looks nice to see 27 points. in the. But he had 24 in the first half, only three in the second half. This past game, he was all about that. He was good. Zion had to struggle, you know, against Milwaukee. But the bench gave you 11 points. You know, Trey Murphy didn't give you some. You're starting to see why you need to get Brandon Ingram back quickly. Yeah. Now, I understand, though, with... The injury, you want him back and, and not suffer setbacks or it be injured, you know, from that standpoint on it. And look, I understand what Willie Green said yesterday, perspective and all those things. I'm just saying, you're seeing not having him on the court starting. It affects a lot of other things, not just immediately the starting five, but now you're using that reserve you know, well, different guys are going to have to step into different roles now. So typically a guy that might only shoot the ball a couple of times a game, and usually when he's wide open, is now being asked to put the ball in the deck and get to the rim and force the issue and maybe get get a foul or two. Another problem that, that I see is a guy like Jonas um, Valanciunas, who, who had a really good game last, last time. I mean, we probably over played that hand with as many threes as we shot with him. I'd like to have seen him maybe get in there and bang it in a little bit more and get them in foul trouble. And I kind of talked about that one day. Is like, we have to put the onus on the officials to make that call. You know, so Zion a lot of times is in the air and he loses loses a man because he's got such great body control and he's not really getting the calls that he should get. Right. But a guy like Dyson Daniels is another guy that I'd like to see. Herb Jones is a guy that can get to the rim. You know, those are some guys that are going to have to get there. Jose's a guy that has to avoid contact because he can't get his shot off unless he does avoid the contact. But other guys are going to have to step up. So when what happens is when you take two top scorers off your lineup and you have to have other guys step up into roles, sometimes that's an adjustment. Sometimes it's it's a light bulb that goes off and lets a guy play a little bit more freer. So maybe that happens today for for um, for Dyson. Uh, 
because he knows he's going to get more minutes extended-wise. It might happen for Trey. Um, but the other guy that I think is, has been kind of working his way back into the lineup and kind of making – he's been a little bit up and down – is Ben Herb Jones, and I think he's a guy that has to come in yeah, there and man. give you 15 points because we know Najee will do that. Season. If yeah. Najee was in the starting lineup, I'd say I feel like Najee sure. give you 15. Right, Herb's a guy that, that needs to give you 15. But, but and now he does, and, and that's the absolutely thing. that's right. the thing. When you had other scoring, yeah. you just go play your defense, you lock down your guys. Like it doesn't matter. Right. The problem is when 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 you're missing that production and consistency. And again, like there's two players that. You would have loved to have started the season all over again and just haven't had the start that you want. CJ McCollum's won. It took him a bit. Mm-hmm. Injury, sickness, whatever. At least you're starting to see him look like himself. Still some key turnovers late. Whoa. Still some, yeah. some cold shooting in that fourth and second quarter. I mean, he took the blame for the overtime loss. Bad. I mean, first three possessions, two turnovers and an empty and he's like, that's my fault. I, you get what I'm getting at? No. So you need some of that. But again, that's what happens when you don't have an all-star player that can help take that well, stress that's off of Zion. Also that's a little bit of worry. That's a little bit of worry when you do get all these guys back together. There's going to be an adjustment period. It has to happen. There's an adjustment period when they finally started playing together. Well, true. That's what right? I'm saying. When yeah. they play together, exactly. who does what at what time? Who who takes a little bit of a backseat role? Who's a guy that now becomes more of a catch-and-shoot guy than a guy that's going to put it on the deck? So. That's what has to happen, and that's how this team's going to evolve and get to the next level. Somebody texted me the other day and said, "Oh, anything when we win first place, anything less than the Western Conference Finals is a failure for this oh team." Oh my gosh! I was like, "Are, are you, are you kidding about? me? Anything less than the Western Conference Finals at this point? Yeah, with the talent we have." Yeah. They said, "With the talent we have in this roster," and yeah, I, no, I understood what they were going with. No, it, I hear and you. I said, "You cannot skip the steps." Steps. That's that's exactly you cannot right. skip the steps. That's exactly. For, you got to get to the point where winning a first round playoff series. Yeah. Is, is a given. Right. I mean, that, that's where you need to get to first. Yes. Right? Well, you I need mean, to have games honest. like today and you say, oh, I know we're going to come like out Like John Morant yesterday told Malik Andrews, I ain't afraid of anybody in the West. I'm afraid of the Celtics. He can say that from this standpoint. They've taken two steps above where the Pels are, right? They went from play-in to the second seed to when you look at them right now, yeah, absolutely, they're a contender. You can look at them and be like, I get that he says that no one in the West scares him. But you understand what I'm getting at, though. That's a guy that he started to get to that MVP conversation. He can give you triple doubles. He can score you to 30 to 40 every night. They took the Warriors. And he doesn't get hurt in that series. You never know. No. Uh, you know? Look, so, the, the guy can play. I, I'm not going to take that away. Well, I think he, might be, he might be running his mouth a little bit more than what they're that. But if that's how, if they believe, you have to believe play. to achieve, and right? That's how they play, though, man. Correct. They I believe mean, they're going to win. And here's the other thing, too, that they've been able to do that the Pels have, have got to do, right? They've somewhat done it this year. But last year, they won games without Jean Morin. Right. No. So... Well, and that's how. Okay, so it just takes. This steps, is the other thing that that scares me a little bit about tonight's game. You're going to get a hundred percent effort from the, from San Antonio because they realize we're a wounded pelican, right? We got a couple guys with, down with a wing, with a wounded wing, with yeah. a wing, with yeah. a beak, right? So <laughs> we're, we're, you know, what, what is it? The uh, the bad news uh, birds that that uh, that that. Um, who calls them? Uh, T-Bob calls them the bad news birds. The bad news birds. Yeah, they got a couple. They're gonna have a couple guys that are gonna be down. But this team that we're playing has some guys that can play. They're just young. And what happens is they usually make a bunch of bad turnovers and let a guy teams right back into the ball game. 
the Pelicans, in order to take that next step that we're talking about, has to put teams away. We may jump out to a 15-point. So this, this is the two ways of looking at this game. Right. We're either going to jump out to a big lead, and then how we're going to close out the ball game to put a team away. That's going to be important for the next step. Well, or right. we don't come out enthusiastic and say, oh, yeah, this is a team we should beat. And then all of a sudden you're down in, you're in the hole. You're down 10 points. You're down 12 points. And there's timeouts, timeouts. And it's like, oh, no, God, oh my God, we're reeling. And who's going to score? Who's going to take over? And then all of a sudden the guy says, you know, he wakes up and says, oh, now I need to start making making some plays. Well, that has to happen from the beginning whistle all the way through. Right. And t- and if you look at it from just roster to roster, why why Vegas is staying with an eight-point team that should win this? Yeah. Because we're a better team. But that doesn't mean you're going to win the ball eight game just because you're a better team. Yeah. At this point, look. That's I, a big I, number, I, man. I, I wouldn't touch that with a 10 say, Even the graph right now, just just get a point. Like, just get a win. you got to end the streak right. right now here. Because let me tell you something. Tomorrow, again, you look at the records. You look at the standings. People are going to be like, OKC. Uh <laughs> Shade Gilgis Alexander, we saw it in person. Right. He just won the game against the the, the, the Trailblazers, what, two games ago? You know, he got some guys winner. that oh, play, man. They by the way, they're playing in front of sellouts. Oh, and by the way, they're yeah. without their first-round pick. Yeah, exactly. So, right? I mean, it, it is. It, it It is early, and there is perspective. When we come back from break, we'll play what Willie Green said. He's absolutely right. You're not panicking, but you got to start doing some of the things – that are going to help you win. You'll hear from Jose Alvarado here as well. we got to make free throws tonight for sure. For sure. So Sports Hangover, we're live at Francesca Deli and Pizzeria by Katie's. It's the Sports Hangover against me in New Orleans. The deputies of the Lafouche Parish Sheriff's Office remind you to designate a driver if you plan to drink this holiday season. By driving impaired, you endanger others as well as yourself. Designate a driver anytime you plan to drink. Have a safe and happy holiday season. From the Lafouche Parish Sheriff's Office. If your business needs serious hustle, our internet has plenty. Switch to Rev Business All Fiber Internet with fiber optic velocity close to the speed of light. Sign up and get three months free and 30% off. Build your plan at Let'sRev.biz. Let's Rev. Whoever said you can't have it all, never had internet that could do it all. Switch to Rev. No contracts, no data caps, no nonsense. It's the high-speed internet you need. Build your plan at Let'sRev.com. Let's Rev. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. How about becoming a part of something bigger and join the team? We're currently hiring for welders, fitters, and blaster painters to work at our fabrication yard in LaRose. You can apply now at www.danos.com or call us at 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. Balance. You may know what that word means, but can you apply its meaning to your body? You see, it's all about the brain. At Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic, doctors work to locate and remove any nerve interference so your brain can communicate clearly with your body and help you correctly heal quicker. Located in Lakeview and West Harrison, Dr. Josh Roulette and his team at UCFC utilize a number of therapies to make your road to pain relief, recovery, and total body wellness efficient and effective. Go to ucfamilychiropractic.com for more information. Educate yourself on your body and let us get you back to balance. 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 
This is General D. We are here at Francesca, right here in Lakeview. Want to take some of your calls in a little bit. Why don't some people give us some calls in, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about what's happening with the Pelicans. One of the things uh, I wanted to talk about in regards to this team is the ability for them to take that next step. And I think what's happening right now is we're starting to see it a little bit. They're starting to be able to beat teams that they're supposed to beat. And tonight is a prime example of a team that we have to be able to put away. I think what we're going to need to see is a guy such as a Dyson Daniels who's gotten some time to get more minutes and also um, a, a guy like Trey Murphy to be able to step up and feel comfortable that he's not going to be yanked out the game right. if he misses a couple of shots. I think if he starts well, this team, if he starts opening the floor up with a couple of threes, but don't rely upon the three against this team. I think he can get to the rim with his athleticism. And if he does that, I think the flow of the game is going to start happening for him and he can actually get to that 20 points where we need him to do to fill in the void for, for Zion. Yeah, no doubt about that. As uh, Chef Scotty has joined us, how are you, sir? I'm great, brother. Just kind of getting back in the loop. Right. I mean, I leave town and the Pelicans lose four straight. Yeah, it's your fault. Uh, it. uh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. you know, and I mean, you know, Wi-Fi is spotty down in Jamaica where we were. because <laughs> very, very secluded place. Right. But, um, I mean, you, I'm texting you like, what's going on, man? Well, like, like I Booker said. Booker scores 50. Well, yeah. look, there's things that you can point at and you can see a- as well. And there's things that, that they can clean up and do. So here is what Willie Green had to say after practice yesterday on the state of the team. Now is um, we want to make sure we bring our, our defensive awareness up. We haven't been doing a great job guarding the ball, keeping teams out of the paint, and then finishing possessions with, with rebounding the ball, just some areas that we know we can improve in. Um Offensively, I think we're fine. It's just a point in the season where, you know, you, you win a bunch of games and everybody's feeling good and then you lose some. And um, we just want to have more of a balance of, of how we, we attack the season. And then perspective. Perspective is, and this is what I told our guys and our staff, look, we've been healthy um, whole, I think, for eight or nine games. If you told our team at the beginning of the season that we would be a game out of first place, third or fourth in the West, after 30 games and only being healthy for nine games, would you take it? And everybody said yes. That's the reality of where we are. And so it's still a lot of good, a ton of good going on. And then we want to clean up the the defensive stuff. The defensive stuff is an understatement when you got a guy like Booker that goes for 58. Right. I mean, I, I think part of this has been a, a little bit of scheme fits with, uh, you know, being able to slow down a guy like Booker. I, I think the, the issue that's also been, and, and it, look, let's not, not talk about this, has been the officiating that's co- been called against their stars, and our stars are not getting that same call. Right. I mean, you looked at there was a, I think somebody might have put out, might have Schmidt or somebody put out, there was there was a play where Zion was getting ridden from the three point line. Oh yeah, all the way down to the basket, and there was a no call. Another guy comes over and hits him on the arm as he's going to shoot, and there's no call. Conversely, Booker goes to the goal, and it looks like there was a phantom call that happens, and he shot more than the Pelicans shot all game. That cannot happen, and that's why a guy goes for 58 when you lose close ball games, and you can directly look to that. That's that's a problem. Well, so you, you, you might had, need to call him out in the media. You almost had two straight games. Where one player had more free throws than your entire team. Devin Booker did have more free throws than the entire Pelicans <laughs> and team. And Giannis was too shy. He had 22, Pels had 24. And yeah. it's not because we were taking jump shots. No. 
Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, once again, shots. where does Zion shoot the bulk of his shots? Exactly. In the lane. So for us call? not to get I mean, to get those calls, it just doesn't make any no. sense. Yeah, it does. Uh, it, it's yeah, it's interesting, right, to say the least. Now, Jose Alvarado, again. But before you go into that, yeah. I mean, would, would would a guy like Phil Jackson allow that to go on? Would Popovich allow that to go on? I know Willie's going to kind of play it right. But at this point, we need to start calling it out because if not, you're going to get that same whistle night in, night out until it becomes this topic on every show right. that comes on ESPN what that, that the Pelicans are not getting the calls and, and, and they start showing it. Mm. And it becomes an issue because right now we're, we're kind of flying under the radar that, oh, yeah, he's a big guy. He doesn't get some calls, but it's not as egregious as it is. Right now it's becoming egregious. And what's happening is you see at times he goes into the tank a little bit because he doesn't get the call, and it's kind of like, I know he's going to pout a little bit at times, right. but there's other times where you don't see the same energy level on the defensive end because he's exerting so much offense, much right. energy on the offensive end, and that needs to happen more. And that's why I would say the development of, of, of Willie Green as a coach, right. that has to happen. Take the fun. Well, and, you're, and you're starting to, I guess in their way, starting to slowly see that, yeah, they're starting to get to the, to the boiling point, right? Zion yeah. getting his second technical in the last five games. He did it once in the four-game road trip. He's doing it again here uh, against Milwaukee. We got teed up, cursing at, at the official. And, and you've heard Willie Green say, look, we're not getting it. So that says, as I understand what you're saying. <laughs> because believe me, there's a lot of people who go, just pay the fine. Right. Like, go ahead and do that. Because th- you know what Monty Williams did after that, that loss, huh? On Friday. Oh, he went and talked to the media. Well, yeah. He said they didn't get any, any calls. Right. And that they attacked the paint. They shot 44 threes. Right. They didn't attack the paint. No. But since then, in that Sunday game, they had more better calls. And then since then, the game in Phoenix, they absolutely got more calls. Point being, it so, well, it's, it's dripping. That sounds like Mellow Willie has to hey, start. Well, yeah. It's also, it's also look, energy. we all understand this is the iteration of Willie Green as a coach, as a right. head coach. Right. I mean, you know, there are times when it is play through. You can't be worried about what the officials are calling. But in the same hand, when it becomes an issue and it's directly affecting your team because of the way that it's being officiated, there's two ways you do it. And I mentioned this before. You either initiate the contact and you put the onus on the official to make the call that it's going to be a block charge, or you then start talking about why we are getting refereed differently than our opposing team. Yep. Jimmy from Gretna, thank you for giving us a call here on the Sports Hangover. How are you? Hello, Jimmy. Hey, can you hear me? Yep. Hey, I was going to say that guy who owns Katie's Restaurant, I know he's a big UNO fan. They played valiantly last night on ESPN. You know, that was the first time, Gus, UNO basketball has ever played a number one team in the nation. They played Purdue last night on national TV. So I consider it a hard-fought effort. Um, as far as the Pelicans are concerned, and I'll get to the Saints soon because it's going to be interesting to see how they play in that snow. As far as the Pelicans are concerned, uh, you know, tonight they should win this game. I'm looking at the secondary market, Gus. A lot of tickets are expensive for some reason. I don't really know why. I guess a lot of kids are out of school. They're going to the game. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to have a robust crowd. Uh, we got to win. Obviously, we're going to go run the offense through C.J. McCollum. Uh, but, uh, how long do you expect Zion to be out with this COVID protocol? Typical. It's, it's a week. He's out for that now? Yeah, it's I at mean, least it's a week. At least a week. Five to, five I, to seven I, I days. Don't, I don't know what the NBA length of time, I think the most is like 
10 days or something like that? Yeah, but I think yeah. so. But you have to be showing that you're, you, when you're exposed yeah. to it, then you're symptomatic, and then through that, you have to be non-symptomatic. He's not playing time. today and tomorrow. <laughs> and, and, but we don't even know if he was sick from it, right? We right. just know he's been exposed to it, so it's health and pro. Right. Which, I mean, we're hoping that it's not a CJ, uh, you know, a, yeah. like a CJ McCollum thing yeah, where he really had it, right. and it was taking him a while to get back. So right. get that's a different, that's a whole that different stuff. animal. Right. Let, hey, let me let me finish with this. And again, I think uh, Saturday, the Saints game, we're going to see a lot of uh, Taysom Hill on the ground in the snow. He's from Idaho. He's used to those conditions. Obviously, um, it's going to be an interesting game to watch. That amount of uh, uh, snow accumulation and how that's going to play out with the game. But but to finish off with the Pelicans, I think us they're going to be a five or six seed. I think that um, you know we are definitely a possible Western Conference Finals team. The question will remain when Brandon Ingram comes back. And I'm not, look, Zion to me is a freak of nature. It looks like he's put on a couple more pounds. I hate to say it. He's kind of up and down, but he's such a freak of nature. It doesn't really matter much because if he's healthy and his, his feet are under him, even adding five or ten pounds, he's still able to just dunk all over everybody and dominate uh, I, I'm just that that really has no bearing on anything other than this. The question will remain: How will Brandon Ingram and Zion work together and pair up? Because honestly, it's like one's hurt and then the other's hurt. They really haven't had that much time to gel together, even after a couple years uh, with Zion missing basically a whole season. The, the the jury's still out on how they'll gel together, how they'll build together. The next few months will be critical for them to get their bearings straight work together, gel together, because the success is going to ride on, you know, uh, people say Ingram's supposed to be the alpha male. We know Zion's the alpha male here, freak of nature. Um, you know, and, and who's going to be what? You know, who's going to be Robin and who's going to be Batman on a certain night and who's going to be vice versa on the next night? Um, and, you know, if things don't matriculate, you know the fans and the NBA is always going to be like, well, we need a trade whoever the Robin is, because they're not happy. So, look, long-term, <laughs> if they can stick together and gel, it's going to be great. And, uh, you know, the jury's still out because, again, they haven't had that much time together. And when the clock's running down, who do you give the ball to? I'll finish with this. The clock's running down. It's a big game. Who do you give the ball to? Is it Ingram or is it Zion? Well, Jimmy, I think it's, it's uh, based yeah. on the defense, who's hot, who's hot. I mean, right. look, yeah. you're going to have options. If you got to go right. outside, it's yeah. Ingram. Yeah, but, I mean, both these guys line up perfectly together. I mean, you're talking about a guy that goes inside most of the game. I mean, I don't know. And then he's also an ability to, to, to initiate the offense from the point. So he's going to attract a lot of guys to him because at times when he starts going downhill, you start seeing the wall form, and then there's Brandon Ingram who's, right. I mean, he's money from 15 in. Right. So down to stretch, and that was something that was a knock on him when he first got to the Pelicans, and I can surely say now moving forward, right. he's been a guy that's been able to close out a ball game. How, how have they gelled since Ingram's been back? I haven't seen I think game. I think they haven't played enough games together, but right. at times you start seeing a little bit of that, whereas um, depending upon what they're running, that Zion will drive in and he kicks to, to, to Ingram, or they're actually running some set plays to free up those guys. Um, I'd like to see it more that there's a concerted effort of driving the ball inside to Zion and letting him play off that box 
But you're starting to see his iteration of his game maturing where he talks about Teretha Witherspoon all the time and what they work on. Yeah, absolutely. And he works on that little bitty of a 10-foot shot inside the, the free throw line yeah. in. Mm-hmm. And if he starts hitting that shot with consistency, you see it in the air, he'll do it. And sometimes he'll do the fall away. But if he starts doing that with consistency, that's really going to transform his game. So down the stretch, who's going to shoot the ball? It really is all game dependent. Yeah, no doubt. That uh, General D, Chef Scotty, joining us for a little bit here as well. It's the Sports Hangover as we're live at Francesca. By Katie's Deli and Pizzeria, the Sports Hangover, and ESPN New Orleans. At Lowe's, every pro is an MVP to us. That's why MVP's Pro Rewards members can earn bonus points on select products and brands like PowerPro, Weha, and Valspar. Then redeem your bonus points for exciting rewards like tools, sports memorabilia, Lowe's gift cards, and more. Join Lowe's MVP's Pro Rewards today to start earning. Bonus points calculated before taxes and fees after applicable discounts, if any. Subject to program terms. While supplies last. Points expire at end of calendar year. Visit Lowe's.com slash L slash Pro Loads and terms for details. Now through one Missing teeth can adversely affect speech, digestion, and how someone chews their food. Studies show that missing even a single tooth can lead to being self-conscious, feelings of depression, and low self-esteem. Tooth loss can negatively impact nutrition, as your diet may be limited to softer, often unhealthy foods. That's why dental implants are a long-term investment in your overall health. With implants, there are fewer diet restrictions, better bone preservation than dentures, and they won't affect neighboring teeth like bridges. Implants look and feel natural and can last for many years. Don't let missing teeth stop you from enjoying life. Make an informed decision. Properly placed dental implants can be a long-lasting solution for missing teeth when placed by the surgical experts. Your smile and health are too precious to trust to just anybody. Oral and maxillofacial surgeons are the trusted specialists, having undergone extensive education and training, making them the experts in face, mouth, and jaw surgery. The Louisiana Association of Broadcasters is now accepting applications for the 2023 Broadcast Scholarship Program. I'm Taylor Nettle, a recipient of the LAB 2022 Broadcast Scholarship, here to tell you that two $4,000 scholarships are available to Louisiana Mass Communication students pursuing an education and career in radio or television. Visit broadcasters.org or call 1-800-364-7260 for more details. Application deadline is January 27th, 2023. Hope to hear you on air soon. Think you're dealing with drug poisoning, chemical poisoning, food poisoning? Call the Poison Helpline first for fast, free advice from medical professionals. Call 1-800-222-1222 anytime, anywhere. Save the number, save a life. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, saddle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hour number two off and running. 800-998-1003 is the way to chime into the conversation on the Up Cervical Family Compact and Hotline. You can also tweet us at ESPN Radio NOLA as to <laughs> what you think about the Saints and Browns coming up here as well. They remember they leave today. Everything got moved up, right? They were leaving early to get ahead of that weather that is coming in. Speaking of, you know that weather is coming here as well. General D, 
I saw something yesterday, and my wife sent this to me, and I, I was like, are you sure about that? In three minutes in Montana, where that front first started, it went down 26 degrees in three minutes. Whoa. I just got finished doing all my plants. Yeah. You know, so, I actually had a chance to wrap my uh, my palms out back, and right. then my robolini, I was able to do that as well. So yeah, I think I'm prepared as much as I can, flat and out, uh, it's going to drop pretty quick tonight. Flat out saying, um, yeah, it's going to drop overnight by the time. It's not getting out of 20s tomorrow, so yeah, just <laughs> it's coming. 800 is the way to chime into the conversation. On the 